Moments with Andy, the podcast. Brought to you by 100.3 and 102.7 The Point and The Night Show. My name is Andy. Thanks for spending a moment here with me. It is Monday, June 29th. Was reading some news this past weekend and recent news as well, and one kind of point stood out to me reading these two stories. Now, one of them was coming out on the heels of the uh, shootings in Charleston, and we're not going to get into that, but uh, just a statistic that came up, and I think I found this, I want to say in the New York Times, and then we'll move on to this next news story here very shortly, but the statistic brought up was this, and it was twice as many people, they said, since 9-11 have been killed by white supremacists, anti-government fanatics, and other non-Muslim extremists than by radical Muslims. And again, I'm pretty sure that was in the New York Times. So again, nearly twice as many have been killed by non-Muslim extremists than Muslim extremists here in America since 9-11. You might not know that. doesn't get a whole lot of press and doesn't have quite the same... Um, saying hysteria probably w- wouldn't really be the right way to phrase it, but... Um, interested in keep that in mind, and please keep that in mind as we get to this next news story. Now, some folks might say, well, I mean, come on, Andy, that's only because we're trying so hard, and of all the uh, amazing surveillance efforts we do that you oppose, that we don't have more Muslim extremist attacks here in America. Okay. I guess. Reminds me of that whole, remember that old thing of, uh, hey, why are you snapping? Oh, keeps the monsters away. Dude, there's no monsters. Exactly. Because I'm snapping. Anyways, let me leave that behind. This next news story here, this one coming from Kuwait. Again, some more bad news here. But this is about a mosque attack that happened on Friday. This was a Shiite mosque, and a fellow from Saudi Arabia went in, a suicide bomber, and killed 27 people and injured 227 others before blowing himself up. This was during a midday prayer session, I believe. And a local ISIS affiliate has claimed responsibility for the attack. So a Sunni group killing 27 Shiites at a mosque during prayer sessions and injuring 227 others. And the reason I connected these two stories was I had this idea that maybe it's not really and it's not always about us. Now, things have calmed down a little bit. I don't hear too much um, bedwetting about ISIS as we did a little bit earlier. I know some folks still quite freaked out, but, but it doesn't seem to be as much as it used to be. And this just kind of made a little bit more clear to me that the fight, I don't think, really is about us. I don't think ISIS could care, um, not that they don't care at all about us, but I don't think they care that much. I don't think they like us. I don't think they really like us in the Middle East, but I think their main beef as a Sunni group is with Shiites, is with other Muslims, and it tends to be... Um, you know, Muslims, I think, in the Middle East are the ones that have uh, suffered the highest casualties due to terrorism. I, look, I, I know we like to think it's always us or we're always the target, but quite often, and most of the time, it's not. And sure, you might say, well, look, ISIS, uh, they've beheaded uh, some Westerners and some journalists in the past. They have, and that's horrible. But that number is what, uh, I don't know, 10 in that ballpark? Not to be glib about it, I'm not sure what the numbers are, but... Uh, these attacks go on all the time, and I don't know how many Shiites have been killed by ISIS. Uh, far more than any Westerners, I would 
venture a guess. And so again, this gets me back to one of my main points I hit all the time, sorry to do it again, is maybe it's not about us. And maybe if you are a Shiite in the Middle East, if you're in a predominantly Shiite or Shia nation, maybe this is more your fight. When some of these nations do have tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, if they march them all together, millions of soldiers, well, maybe for the Shiite nations, maybe this is more your fight. I don't know why it always has to be about us. Let me know what you think. Drop me a line, Andy, at kwpt.com. We've talked about this issue here in the past, uh, dealing with the legalization of cannabis, and more about just how it's seen in relation to other drugs, although we don't technically call them that all the time, tobacco and alcohol. Just very quickly here from Vox.com, seeing some more statistics, which... I feel like maybe we've talked about in the past. I don't know if we've actually had these stats here, but um, they mentioned tobacco. And by the way, I'm not trying to convince anybody that uh, it's time to quit. You need to stop. Look, it's your life. You, you do your thing. Um, trust me, I got enough to worry about in my own life where <laughs> I'm not su- super concerned about what you're doing. But they mentioned tobacco kills more than half a million Americans a year. And that's, I'm assuming, due to kind of lung-related issues and that kind of stuff. Alcohol itself linked to 88,000 deaths a year. They do mention including those caused by drunk driving and violent behavior, and more than 4.6 million emergency room visits. So you just take just the deaths alone, that is 588,000 deaths a year due to tobacco and alcohol. So again, over half a million, which when you think about it that way, is amazing. That is, can I do my math, that is almost five times, maybe we'll play it safe, that's like four times the amount of the population of all of Humboldt County. I should have done my math a little bit better before. Every year, just disappearing. And the only interesting reason I bring that up again, with uh, cannabis, with marijuana, whatever you want to call it, how how many deaths a year? Now, I think the official number is zero, but, you know, just for a little bit of leeway, I'm sure you could maybe relate one, two, three, five deaths in the whole country to cannabis a year, even being generous, 10, 10 versus 588,000 deaths, both due to legal drugs. Just saying, something to think about. Which I came up with a better term for this than just reverse spying, but kind of a comical story coming out of Winnipeg here in Canada. Now, I mentioned Toronto earlier. Sorry, sorry, Canada. I, I have a hard time distinguishing your cities. It's not you. It's just my lack of geographical awareness. And Winnipeg, recently, some residents there overheard a conversation between two police helicopters hovering over their houses. Don't know if they were looking for somebody, but to me, you know, I I I might equate this with uh, you know the FBI and their helicopters hovering overhead, listening to everything we say, at least in my paranoid fantasies. But however, this time the residents got to hear what was going on inside of the helicopter, the police helicopters. Apparently, it was a bit of a juicy X-rated conversation. And the reason they heard it was because the police left on the PA system, you know, the big old speaker system on their helicopter. So the pilots must have been chatting about, you know, something rather, um, we'll say not family appropriate and just blaring through Winnipeg, so people got to hear that, I'm sure, covering their kids' ears at the same time. 
So a little comical. I'm sure the 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 pilots were maybe a bit you know reprimanded. Hope they weren't fired. I mean, this is it doesn't seem to be a fireable offense, but definitely probably got into a little bit of trouble. But you know that kind of reverse spying thing. We're used to you know them having their eyes in the sky, perhaps listening to us, but for once. They're up there, and we, I guess by we, I mean Winnipeg residents, get to listen to them. But it won't happen too often. But an example of how the tables, I guess, can always turn. This has been Moments with Andy, the podcast. Brought to you by 100.3 and 102.7 The Point and The Night Show. Like this podcast? Well, don't be ashamed. Be proud. Tell a friend or post a comment in the iTunes store. Every little bit of help, well, helps. Moments with Andy is made possible by a generous grant from the Horace P. and Nancy R. Shakey Foundation.